0: I'm Ben Strivens, he's Jono Scott Hi And together we watch anything We trawl the depths of Netflix to find three films Of the same genre Of the same genre And watch them so you don't have to
1: I take one, he takes one And there's one we both watch
0: you'll know what's a surprise hit and what's totally hello there ladies gentlemen fish rabbits people who come from the planet zorg whoever <laughs> you are as long as you're listening to the podcast we love you Hello. welcome 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 to episode 34
1: <laughs> that was a really good one i mean really, i'm i'm a keen fan of your intros do you think our listeners like your intros I don't know. Well, they haven't
0: stopped listening. They appear to be listening in even greater droves. Thank you very, very much, people. We love you very much. And actually, a big thank you to iTunes, who have featured us on their binge-worthy category in the UK thing, which is pretty awesome, because I think we're binge-worthy.
1: Yeah, so do I. Well, I, I, I don't know. I I worry about the first one when I listen back to it. We I feel like I sound so nervous in the first one. Yes, but this is the whole point about binging.
0: So of, yeah. you can listen to our sort of our little fledgling effort and then watch mm. as we get more, you know, sophisticated. Might be overselling us, but as <laughs> as as our uh, powers grow, a bit like the powers of a superhero. <laughs> Spoiler for this episode, people. Um, not really superheroes though. Uh, maybe a bit more like the killer in Silence of the Lambs. Wow, yeah mm. That's what I always think about when someone says the word fledgling I always want to go back to that <laughs> Really? Yes, the efforts of a fledgling <laughs> God, I've not watched that for ages I used to really quite like that film Really? I still like it, I watch it quite... That was the first 18 um, rated movie I saw at the cinema Oh really? Oh, I don't
1: yeah. know. Do you know actually I think the first 18 rated movie I saw at the cinema Might have been the remake of Dawn of the Dead which is like what? ridiculous That wasn't even like, that long ago I know, I know but do you remember Like when we were sort of friends I was in that stage where I loved film and would bang on about film But I never went to the cinema with you did I Yeah
0: but but even when you were like Did you not know, when you were 15 or 16 Try and sneak into an 18 Man when I was
1: 15 or 16 I looked about 9 Oh that is true
0: actually
1: <laughs> So no I mean I remember I remember My parents tried to get me into Crocodile Dundee And that and failed <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's when you were 19.
1: (laughs) That was only yesterday. Um, Yeah, so... So, yeah, I'm not sure about that. You know, I'd have to think carefully. But, yeah, I really didn't see many 18s. I remember going to try and see um, Starship Troopers, um, but annoyingly had to make do with Contact.
0: Oh, I still haven't seen Contact, actually.
1: I might be remembering wrong anyway. It might might have been Event Horizon. Either way,
0: I ended up seeing Contact. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Um, But, you know, luckily you've since rectified that. Yeah. Now one of the other early memories I have of uh, of going to see some sort of rated movie was I think Batman the first Tim Burton Batman was the first 12 I saw at the cinema
1: oh uh, yeah right good Yes, see what it did there yeah, so we're talking about superheroes, yay! Which was my genius idea because we've never yes. touched t- on superheroes before, and um, yeah, it's a it's pretty
0: a... huge genre these days. I mean, it takes up—it seems like it takes up you know a third of all Hollywood's output,
1: exactly. Right? And, and that's exactly why we hadn't really featured it because they—they're they're too big, they're too obvious. The f- most superhero films aren't they? Yeah, so they, they didn't seem like our kind of our bag. But we found some, and we watched. Yeah, them, well, didn't a little we, bit dude? of
0: weaseling, a little bit of a uh, wheedling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. Well, there's always going to be... When you've got a phenomenon like uh, like superhero movies in Hollywood, people are always going to make B-movies off the back of it. They're always going to try and cash in on that yeah. uh, rather large becaped cow. <laughs> so, it- Jono, as per tradition, you are first off the rank. What did you watch?
1: Well, dude, before I tell you what I watched, I've got some interesting news. Um, oh, you're This... Pregnant. <laughs> no. this- is the 100th film we have reviewed
0: OMG that is some good math (laughs) I know it's good isn't it so oh, I enjoy that stack. Great. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I might it's have to come up with some sort of fanfare. You need some kind of sting.
1: We start this podcast with The Beast of the Bering Sea. It's now 2018. We've just done episode 33. 333 are 99, making this a special time as now it's episode 34. And I've got one more. This is the 100th film we've seen. We've watched them all. We vent it, its bleed among this centenary. I've wrapped, as my podcast. E. Edit and striven after this time. We'll be reviewing for 101. We do it for you. We watch them all. And this is our 100th. That's all. Anyway, so this is our hundredth film review, which I think is pretty exciting. Me too. Um, anyway, my film is a Bollywood superhero movie.
0: Yes.
1: Called a flying Jat spelt right J A T T, and it's from 2016. And mm-hmm. it's and, and in short, it's a film about a superhero who's afraid of heights. Oh, cool.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a, that a concept I can get behind. I <laughs>
1: know, no, it's good, isn't it? So, um, here's the plot, just in brief. A There's this wealthy sort of evil businessman and <laughs> um, he's got a factory on the shore of a lake into which he, he his business sort of his factory throws loads of pollutants and toxic waste and stuff and um, he wants to build a bridge across this lake for faster transportation or whatever and there's a sacred tree in the way which he wants to tear down it's all very unobtainium you know um, yeah, yeah. whatever anyway so he tries to take the lands but the owner won't sell and the owner is a mum a kind of a really oh. angry Punjabi woman who um, <laughs> who has two sons who live with her and she basically says no way and then we meet her two sons and one of them is Aman who's a martial arts teacher in a school and okay. he's quite a timid character and the other one is a bit more of a sort of joker but either way mm-hmm. those are the main characters and so Aman is the martial arts teacher but despite being pretty gifted at martial arts he's a sort of He's quite timid. Sendy. He's accident prone. He's just oh, okay. yeah. He's just a bit of a, a cowardly goon, and he's got a crush on a fellow teacher, uh, played mm-hmm. by Jacqueline Fernandez. Anyway, the mum won't budge. So the evil industrialist um, brings in a mercenary to kind of, you know, to, you to, to intimidate them. And the evil mercenary is played by Nathan Jones. Do you remember Nathan Jones? I didn't know the name, so I, 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 I no. But basically, I recognise the face, and I've looked through his list. He's done about. 10, 15 films basically he's an ex um, strongman kind of re- wrestler type character and okay. he played that really big muscly dude in the um, uh, recent Mad Max film you remember the big muscly uh, yes. dude that kind of hangs around with the Morton Joe kind of like uh, looking very oh, oh that guy yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you mean yeah, he's yeah, Nathan yeah. Jones anyway oh uh, ok so moving is on is he a Kiwi I, th- well, I think he's Australian, actually. OK. Uh, yeah. But I'm not... Uh, I, I, mm. I hate to say that, not be sure, because they get quite pissed off about <laughs> yes. things like that. Let's, <laughs> Let's check and come back to that. Um, mm. So so there's a love plot. He's a coward. He's a fr- he's afraid of heights. blah blah mm. So this mercenary comes along, and he's, just, he's there at night, and he's going to attack the tree with a chainsaw. But Amani is there, and he tries to stop him. There's a big fight. He's about to chainsaw his head off. When there's a lightning bolt that hits the tree and hits our our man, it flings the bad guy away, who and who lands in some barrels of toxic waste. Don't worry about that. And a man, a man, whatever, is knocked out completely. Then he finds himself in bed, alive, no sign of injury. And he kind of thinks, "Oh, it's all a dream." But then, as you can imagine, he starts to sort of take. He starts to realise he's basically become. He's got superpowers, and yeah. he's got um so basically his powers include like flying <laughs> as it goes on he gets really quite a lot of powers because he's got flying he's got healing quickly he's got freezing time more or less it seems this he sounds t- awesome he can temporarily learn abilities by just sort of like touching books and then and DVD. it's really weird and um uh, but he's got um he's got an emblem an, el- oh, an emblem an emblem sorry why can't I say emblem <laughs> on his back which is a cu- <laughs> like a military album of Sikhs anyway anyway whatever
0: sorry is that sort of um, an emblem he's put on his back
1: no it's back just to... it's just appeared there magically kind of oh, thing okay, because fine. of his his new powers right anyway so he starts to notice his superpowers and his family start trying to help him sort of harness his powers and become you know a hero and do some good and save the tree and their community so that's okay. that's, that's, that's that's as far as I think I need to go with plot um, yeah yeah because <laughs> uh, this is Bollywood so it's a music it has musical sections and uh, numbers yes. and it's and it's got some the things I liked it right. It's got some genuinely, it's got a couple of genuinely <laughs> awesome dance sequences, like really cool. Like I'm not just oh, saying, cool. That.
0: They're really cool.
1: Because yeah. the director, like was, like
0: cast of thousands, choreography. Yeah, yeah, okay. just re-
1: and really kind of amazing choreography. And and the director is a choreographer. He's called Remo D'Souza. I'm not sure about pronunciation, but he's an Indian dancer, choreographer, actor ah, cool. first. And this is one of his sort of. I don't think it's his first film, but you know, it's so a foray into directing, he is Mister Bollywood yeah. Dance kind of thing. Oh wow! Um, so the, the mum's quite funny, um, the, the the main guy is quite good, the brother's quite funny, um, and the love interest is good, and, and there's some really funny sort of like weird bits. So like, for a start, this right when he, when he first starts discovering his powers, he's noticed he can heal, and like the brother is one of the first to sort of notice that he's got these powers and he just starts like he keeps stabbing him with a knife and then just go <laughs> and like watching it heal and then he gets his mum and his mum starts stabbing him as well sounds fantastic I know it's really funny and then, then there's this kind of hilarious montage where they start trying to You know, they realise he could do all this superheroing, so they kind of try to make him wear suits. You know, they make up little different suits. It's a bit like that one from the first Spider Man movie. Um, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they they make him watch Marvel movies and say, oh, you need to fly like this, you know, putting two fists out in front and stuff. Right. Um,. Anyway, so he becomes the flying jet and he goes off to save people and then we have the sort of flying gag because although he does fly, he only flies really quite low and quite slowly (laughs) as well. I'm
0: absolutely loving the sound of this.
1: (laughs) And his first time to be a proper hero is this like full-scale terrorist emergency in an airport which he sort Mm. of saves the day by basically freezing time, as I say, which he doesn't do that much. Anyway...
0: What does bit... "Jat"
1: mean? Jat. Oh, oh, well, I did look this up because yeah, I di- I didn't know that, and it's um basically the Jat people are traditionally an agricultural um community in northern India, Pakistan. Uh, okay. Um, so I think I'm I don't know, but I think it's kind of the idea that it's a. I think it's sort of saying a Jat, as in, you know, a a peaceful simple farming kind of Yeah, like the Flying
0: Farm. Or, or or is it just a regional thing like the Flying Geordie or something?
1: That's the thing. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, so right. I, I, it's one
0: of the two. If any of our <laughs> listeners um, can shed some light on this, please do let us know. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> God, that was annoying. Uh, just, <laughs> that was quite annoying. Yeah, I was just annoyed myself massively. Uh, at We Watch Anything on Twitter, just please let us know.
1: Um, so so those are the things I really liked you know there are some there are some genuinely sort of funny really silly bits but there there are some things I disliked I mean oh. basically there's endless slow-mo just like you know that sort of thing where it'll be really fast and then suddenly very slow really fast and then suddenly very slow oh, yeah, they yeah, do it yeah, a lot yeah. in action sequences or in like ramping. the Sherlock movies and stuff I don't know is there a name for that kind of ramping say again speed ramping It's called. oh is that what it's called okay Yeah. there is Boatloads of speed ramping as in unbearable amounts of speed oh. ramping. It's absolutely through everything all the way through and it gets so annoying and this film is two hours and 22 minutes long. Oh Christ. I know. So so th- I mean that really does get annoying. Nathan Jones, the Australian actor, he is Australian, I'm pretty sure. He is Australian, you're right, I've looked that up. Oh He's good. Australian. Um, so he, he, you know, he, I just found him annoying. His delivery oh, is very shouty. A He's got an, a, quite an annoying face at times. That we, you know, doing these sort of grimacing. he <laughs> just um, got an annoying face. <laughs> and the score, the score is really sort of whizzy and sort of poppy. But there are two particular refrains that, once you notice them, you notice that they repeat them a lot. There's like an evil oh, sort good. of electro bit, and there's a kind of limp romantic refrain, and they just really mm. overuse them, and it got on my wick as well. Um, oh. And, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I mean, in summary, this is a bad, very
0: silly endurance testing film which I quite enjoyed um, Yay! <laughs> I, I still I'm tempted just is it worth just like watching the first half hour first 45 minutes yes, well, well going. yes
1: actually because the one of the really good dance sequences is in the first 10 15 minutes and it's, oh sweet it's really cool um it's just it's I've, I wrote in my notes this that it, the film's like a bit of bubble gum that has those little bits of fizzy sherbet in it do you mm-hmm. remember those? you like that yeah, sort of yeah, chewy yeah. thing that things keep popping in your mouth? It feels a bit yeah. like that. And although it's totally ridiculous, I mean, it really is ridiculous, It's it's got a real innocence to it, mm-hmm. which means it just retains its charm because it's almost like a kid's film, really, Yeah, because it's so... The slapstick humour is so stupid. And also the plot you know the, the, the plot gets quite sort of really silly sort of Shakespearean kind of kind of like with cross yeah, yeah. dressing and disguises and swapped identities because like there's a bit when his all brother all the stuff you want
0: from a Bollywood movie yeah
1: exactly and there's flatulence as well which is always nice oh great we well, always Um flatulence. so I think you know oh there's so many montages as well so montage collectors should definitely watch this but <laughs> it's actually oh, it also sort of, it almost has something in common with like um, Shaolin Soccer and Kung Fu Hustle those were two films that oh, okay. it reminded me of that kind of that just very silly OTT kind yeah. of vibe. So it's more like that than say, I know, Green Lantern or something. Um, yeah, and it so had. Do, sorry, go yeah, go. You have a question. I was going
0: to say no, no. I mean, do you have? And was, was there a best line, worst line from this? Or oh, it? there are loads.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, best line, worst line. Here they come. <laughs> One of the best lines or worst lines is well it's the worst line, but it comes from a song and the lyrics are Boom Kaboom, look at him go. It's so cool, he's flying low, handsome face in blue robes, my flying jats, a special case. Oh god. <laughs> it's really weird. And uh the 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 love interest has this particularly poor line where she says I like karate. It's it's like so huh <laughs> it's like really late. <laughs> Uh, Gotta love an unfinished (laughs) Yeah. Oh and I did love this bit Which isn't a line, it's just a funny sequence Where the mum is beating up She's beating up the brother who's dressed up as Flying Jack But isn't Flying Jack And she's beating beating him up with a coconut and a cricket bat (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I found myself giggling about that afterwards It's awesome, it's terrible Don't watch it but do at the same time C-minus? Yeah, yeah Let's go with
0: C-minus Love it all right. Well, I I didn't watch a Bollywood movie. I I watched I didn't even watch a conventional superhero movie. So we did discuss what I watched. Mm. And it's something that Netflix had listed as a superhero movie. And in the sort of strict terms, I guess, if if you can call Batman a superhero because he essentially isn't a guy with powers, he's a guy with money. money. Yeah. And um <laughs> Physical prowess and some gadgets, then this is also a superhero, right? And it was something I was interested in watching purely because I've got sort of history with the character. Although many people, I think, in our generation do, but it to put you out of your misery, or maybe drop you, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna even, say, dude, get even further to into misery. <laughs> I watched The Saint. Oh, of course you did.
1: Yes, another one of those things. It's been so long, i would forgotten
0: what. Yeah. Yeah, good, Um, okay. So the Saint, like I said, not really a conventional superhero, but at the same time, gets himself into all the scrapes, has (laughs) special (laughs) abilities and uses gadgets. So uh, I'm still uneasy whether this this fitted itself into the superhero mould or not. Mm. Essentially, though, um, for people not familiar with the character it was created by leslie Charteris many years ago um as a sort of super criminal who did good um and very much um was the tv vehicle for roger moore as well that's quite yeah and i grew up watching the roger war from the 60s um when it was obviously rerun again in the 80s, but I watched that um, and loved it. And then in 1997, they made a Val Kilmer version. Oh, I still, I could still which remember was trying to finish that. So bad. It was yeah, unbelievable. It was That's awful. one of those ones where you go, oh, wow, Val, yeah, no, you <laughs> yeah. shouldn't, you probably shouldn't work again. Um, because th- that movie was even more superhero ish, mm. but it was also trying to make Val Kilmer suave. Um, so I thought, you know what? Maybe this time around, this one, this is actually from 2017. This movie. I thought, is wow, it? 2017, yeah. Um, and maybe, just maybe, it's got a chance. And it had that little special stamp of approval because it was Sir Roger Moore's last ever film as oh, well. Wow. So it's got the last appearance on the screen of Roger, and it has another one of my favourite actors in. Um, through her appearance in a number of things, but Eliza Dushku.
1: Who's Eliza Dushku?
0: So, Eliza Dushku was faith in Buffy, which is one of the uh, okay. greatest ever roles. Yep. Yeah. Um, like a, a wonderfully rich and complex character who just kicked ass on a constant basis. Mm. Um, she's in Jane's Silent Bob Strike Back as well, in a sort of slightly superhero role. But, love love her from Buffy. Anyway, so I'm thinking this is great. So, it's the Saint. It's not a really superhero movie, but it is sort of the plot basically is that there is um an evil criminal who has an accountant and the evil criminal is a sort of diplomat he's a he gets his accountanty guy to divert two and a half billion dollars away from um an african country's relief fund Mm. into his own pockets but the accountant gets um Uh, uh, not cold feet but he gets some remorse he decides he wants to do good so actually he doesn't give the money to the baddie the baddie then uh, kidnaps his daughter and holds her to ransom for this sum of money and this guy knows that the only person who can really help him out is the saint so through a series of highly complex manoeuvres he draws the saint in and tries to convince him to help him with his plight
1: right so that's the setup
0: that is the setup is
1: that Um, like the first 10 minutes kind of thing
0: no it takes quite a while to get there really Really? it's sort of there's you know there's some backstory um there's some there's the bit with the money there's the bit with the daughter and then the the county guy gets killed and the saint then really has to take over the mantle of still trying to track down... Because the cause thing is, he he has to track down this money
1: mm.
0: now and, um, and then swap it for the daughter, potentially. Right. Or just track down the daughter. Um, and Eliza Dushku um, sort of acts as his... She's like his control... In okay yeah, yeah so yeah. he'll be off doing stuff and she'll be sort of lounging by a pool but looking at a laptop going watch out there are 15 guys with guns behind you <laughs> do, 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 do. um and then he has another helper in a sort of slightly mission impossible kind of way yeah and i guess this is the thing actually this is nothing it sort of reminds me totally it's a little bit mission impossible San- i was you- going to say it sounds mission yeah. impossible but i think you could very easily argue that ethan hunt is also a kind of superhero. Yeah I suppose so
1: Let's not worry about it (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's not worry too much about it So this movie is made in 2017 um, Stars a guy called Adam Rayner Who you would recognise From lots of sort of Brit sitcoms and things he's not a, he's definitely not generally a leading actor he's no. in like I say sitcoms he's a sort of Shakespearean kind of guy you've got Eliza Dushku you've got a bunch of other people Srogymore, Um directed by a guy called Ernie Barbarash and then you look up what Ernie Barbarash has done and you realise exactly what this movie is because Ernie Barbarash makes sort of cookie cutter TV movies right okay. and that's exactly what this is <laughs> really it's so TV <laughs> It's the most TV thing I've ever watched even including normal TV shows. <laughs> it just has TV stamped in it's very. One of the things I've noticed so you know I've um you, you know you watch a whole bunch of movies and you I'm going to use the for example Edge of Tomorrow, right?
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow has this one sequence where um they're reporting, you know, it's all the big build up kind of thing and they mm. have loads of news fake fake news reports about the alien invasion and stuff like that. What they do is they use real news anchors. Because when you get an actor to try and pretend like they're a news anchor, it always feels like an actor pretending they're a news anchor. And that is exactly how this movie starts, (laughs) with an actor pretending to be a news anchor. And it just feels so bad. (laughs) Could you have not just slipped someone 50 quid from the local cable (laughs) news station? Because they would actually have made this sound real. But no, it just... It's awful. I mean, it's really, really, really bad. It's so bad that I would only recommend it if you are a fan of wasting your own time. (laughs) Even Eliza Dishku, who I do love and think she's great. And she's great in this, but she's, you know, she did two days on this movie, I would have thought. Maybe at a stretch, a week and a half. Mm. but most of her scenes, definitely, they just went, right, so we've got Eliza for two days, let's do the pool scene, we'll do this scene, we'll do this scene, we'll do this (laughs) bit, do this bit, fine. I guess she does get a bit more action towards the end. Right. And she does get to kick ass, which is cool. Um, But, yeah, it's just... Oh, and the the chubby cop from Heroes is in it, too. Oh, I remember him, yeah. But he's barely in it. I think he's one of the people that went, oh, great, we can afford him, (laughs) but only for for another couple of days. (laughs) And tell me about Roger Moore. Roger Moore, I think, might be in it for a grand total of maybe 45 seconds to a minute and a quarter. Oh, that's not
1: bad. I mean, it could have just been a sort of, like, a Stan Lee-style nod in the park, you know. So
0: yeah, that's, no, that's no, no. Roger, Roger gets lines, Great. but he is literally right at the end. I'm mm. waiting this whole movie to see Roger Moore's last performance. Mm. And, uh, yes, it's there. And he does feel very much like... an. God bless his cotton socks and God rest his uh, weary boots, but he feels like a very old man. Does he? Who's reading a couple of lines. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, it, you know, it, it, it's not it's not the finest and most well-judged acting performance I've seen.
1: No, but what a man. What a dude. What a, yeah, our what a Bond, our generation's exactly. Bond. Exactly, our
0: generation's Bond, and I will love him eternally. Me too. But if you want to see Sir Roger Moore's last performance, fast forward to the end of the saint. Really but Adam cool. Rayner doesn't even do a bad job as a saint. It's just a really bad movie, and it's just not that enjoyably bad. Mm. It's just, you know, I watch this so no one else in the history of the world ever has to, because <laughs> it's just so bad, it's so meh. It's just, like, there, I mean, it was a sort of toss-up between what the worst... <laughs> Lines were
1: um, <laughs> I can see you surveying them now. Oh, one you, of them you look one so of them pained. Is... <laughs> a
0: Guy in a sports car with a girl. Nice ride. Thank you. Her name's Genia. Oh my god, really? Yep, that's not that's um, a million times worse than anything in the flying jet. Yeah, a flying um, Or there's another one that the the chubby guy from Heroes says. There's the, there's this sort of awful. Oh yeah, because there's a subplot of the FBI agent who's tracking the Saint the whole time, mm. and he enlists these this pair of cops to help him. Um, and he says, "He's here in New York. I need the help of a native." The other guy goes, "Well, I'm one eighth Cherokee." Oh my. God. God that's oh that's awful. Yeah. yeah it's really awful. The writing's the writing is so bad. So so bad. So so bad. I'm I don't really even think this film is worth spending another second on. No. It's an it's an E. It's just a flat out E. Wow. Don't watch it. Go do anything else instead. Oh dear. Maybe oh. nail your hand to a book. <coughs> it might be more fun. We well, you could read read the Saint. I think the first Saint yeah, book actually, is called Enter the Tiger. Oh great! That's a brilliant title. Just (laughs) go on YouTube. I'm pretty sure on YouTube you can dig up an old school Roger Moore episode of The Saint. Go and watch that because that's fabulous. And the 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 little um, the theme tune from that is such an earworm. Mm, Yeah, it is. (laughs) It'll never get out of your brain.
1: Let's totally. Um, I totally 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 agree. Let's let's move on. But just
0: if you had to choose this or the Val Kilmer Saint oh that's a really hard one I'd have to re-watch The Val Saint which would make me physically (laughs) ill I think okay I think this is probably better than The Val Saint wow because I was really offended by how bad that was Mm. whereas this is just bad so maybe this is an E plus Mm. maybe that's that'll drag it in comparison to The Val Saint this is an E plus and that's an E minus The Val Saint
1: I suspect you're wrong as in I think now if you watched it again The Old Saint you'd probably find it funny just because it'd be really dated as well but no but i think it, they're both bad yes <laughs> just don't watch either of them yeah. go and watch rog it's like comparing cat poos and dog poos
0: yeah exactly <laughs> anyway so that was me that was my adventures into the wilderness of awfulness together we initially started watching one movie and then netflix as is their won't just took it off the service so we stopped doing that mm. um And we had to reprogram and go a different way. So, Jono, what was number three?
1: It was called. It is called Push. Push. Push from two thousand
0: and nine. All the way back in two thousand and nine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, and we sort of we chose this. We basically we found a couple of films, but this one we chose because it has.
0: It has a cast of thousands, but most importantly, the star of. A large, much larger superhero franchise now. Chris Evans, exactly. So this, so and we, not the ginger one who failed to present Top Gear. No, <laughs> Captain America. Captain America. What was he in the Fantastic Four movies? I think he might have been in the first Fantastic Four. Wasn't, wasn't he? Yeah, with. I, Lover, I have a well. feeling
1: he was actually in both, but I didn't see either of those. I must admit, because I just heard they were a bit average. But anyway,
0: yeah, I saw the first one. It was toilet.
1: Well, anyway, it's Chris Evans, and so we thought, oh, well, that's a good reason to choose this, and so we did. And it's basically it's all about. So it's set kind of. I don't know whether it's set in the future or such. It's just sort of set in it's, a. It's
0: one of those set in the sort of like near future, present yeah, sort slightly of, dystopian kind of vibe, isn't it? It's a bit like um, uh, Bigelow's Strange Days. It has that sort yes, of. Yes,
1: yes. It has yeah. that
0: kind of feel. Yeah, which yeah. I think
1: I watched with you. Anyway, hmm. um, and it's basically it's set in the future where um, people have. have it's, it's a bit like a kind of X Men type thing, isn't it? It has a
0: sort of X Men vibe. People have different. Ab- some people are born with different abilities. Yes, yeah, but they are abilities. very unlike X-Men. They are sort of classified into groups. Yeah. So there are the pushers who can who have telekinesis essentially. Yeah. There are the watchers who have precognition. Yeah. And then there are a couple of other random, like, screamy guys <laughs> who don't seem to be named.
1: No, there are really um, quite a lot of them, honestly. Yes, I write they, a list. they do
0: seem to be types. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Well, do exciting. you want to
1: hear the full list? There are God, watchers, movers, pushers, bleeders, sniffs, shifters, wipers, shadows and stitches. Ooh, you <laughs> did write a good list. I <laughs> know. No. I was really pleased with wipers. Wipers. <laughs> I thought about the wipers. The wipers really creepy. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that can sort of just remove memory, can't they? Yeah. But, but anyway, so yeah, yes. it's it's. I mean, it, it, in ways, it that that this element of it reminded me of um, Philip K. Dick stuff, you know, like with pre-cogs yeah, yeah. and all that. So yeah. it's it, it, so it's set in this future, and and what's the name of the bad sort of government agency that's trying to track them all down? What's
0: um, it the, it the department. The department or the or division.
1: division. The division. That's it. Division. And the, and the whole plot is that this nasty sort of division. Is trying to track down all these people that are born with these various superhuman, superhuman mm. abilities so they can basically experiment with them and turn them and, you know, give them a dangerous drug that will enhance their powers and hopefully create a kind of army of super soldiers. But at the same yes. time, they're basically kind of killing them and shutting them down and kind of tagging yeah. them, I suppose. And um, Yeah, but I think,
0: I think the idea is to create this sort of super soldier yeah. army, essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got... And the main sort of bad guy from from the um, from the dangerous government agency is, is Jaimin Honsu.
0: Yes, who is fab in yeah. everything.
1: Yeah. And it's nice I'm seeing big fan him of again. Honsu.
0: Yes. And uh, so so this is the thing throughout this there mm. is a quite a nice sprinkling of decent character actors. So but yes, you say so there's the main guy Jaimin Honsu. Um, he is tracking um, a specific girl and a specific um, drug because right at the beginning of the movie we see that one girl everyone seems to be dying when they're trying to inject them with this serum to enhance their abilities one girl survives, mm. she escapes and um, the whole chase finds itself in Hong Kong Exactly. Essentially, and it's all with a group of these people being either brought together or coming together to combat the division and keep this girl and the drug safe essentially exactly, yeah what did you think of it dude are you ready to go there I'm sort of ready to go there I'm just going to say when I say I'm going to slightly qualify one of my early things we've also got in this Dakota Fanning yes okay yes um, and one of my favourite sprinklings of uh, (laughs) uh, uh, let's call it bacon bits because I I do like bacon bits (laughs) on on a salad bar Cliff Curtis
1: which one was it? I he?
0: love Cliff Curtis. Cliff Curtis is the um, New Zealand actor, the Maori guy who's in Watch uh, oh, yeah, Warriors. Yeah. Oh, yes, okay, yeah. Who's just always awesome. way cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um Yeah, so what did I think of it? I want. Well, I mean, it tries very, very hard. It gets an A for effort.
1: Oh, God, that's a really good summary. It gets an A for effort. That absolute. Yeah. I was just thinking, how am I going to summarise this? That's perfect. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it's really trying so it's, hard. It's, trying, isn't it? it's really and it's sort of trying to establish a franchise. Yes. I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. In in and it and it feels halfway caught between a superhero movie mm. and um between. A, a sort of tweeny yes. dystopian thing like it almost wants to be the maze runner kind of thing Maze
1: Runner Divergent Hunger Games and Jumper it reminds me yes. of all those type of films yeah Except yeah absolutely it
0: came a bit early for those like it's you know that well, yeah it did and, and especially cuz you've got you know Dakota Fanning is predictably sassy although I don't find her very irritating I quite like her in this I um, do I don't find her irritating
1: sort of... in other things I did find her irritating in this Oh but...
0: funny I'm I'm the flip side normally but she's oh. she's about 15 in this and I think she's she's she does a decent job mm but yeah it's it it just tries so hard and doesn't really i mean it's it's not even it gets a bit it as as you you know your excellent list points out it ends up with a lot of different like a splurge <laughs> yeah. These abilities because I think they just get to a point in the scripts and they go, "What should we do? Let's have another one." Yeah. Oh yeah, let's have let's have a wiper. <laughs> yeah. um, and there are the weird like Screamy Chinese ones. guys who just scream and make people's ears. Bleed. I know, and they're some...
1: unintentionally unintentionally hilarious because they yes, just they're, so almost,
0: stupid, I think. they're almost stupid. They're almost manga esque the way they do them, yeah. which is quite weird. Yeah, uh, there's some bits that I really I really like the concept of the telekinetic guy being able to like what walk, he walks in like Chris Evans walks into this. um meeting that he knows is going to go badly Mm. he he takes his guns out and he just throws them in the air and then he just holds like he's walking along with his two guns held way above him till he gets there and then they come down to people's heads that's a really cool idea and there are a few of those quite cool little things in there are some really 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 awful scenes like the love scene is bloody terrible
1: yeah i didn't like that i I mean i i found i felt like the whole thing needed to lighten up a bit Yes,
0: it definitely just stopped stopped taking itself so seriously. It
1: it took itself... I found some of the characters pretty annoying. And I couldn't work it out, because the thing is, I thought some of the bits were done with quite a lot of flair and stuff, but I just
0: found a lot of it quite... I couldn't work out why I was so bored. Well, I think a lot of it felt very late 90s early noughties like it felt a lot like um, the director had watched Shopping Mm. and Shallow Grave Mm. because there was lots of there were lots of that sort of like kind of he's um, the
1: director is Paul McGigan who did I mean he did Gangster Number 1 which is oh I didn't realise that makes so much sense exactly but as well he's the guy that did a whole load of the Sherlock episodes you know as in the the recent Sherlock episodes which again I think fits as in that incredibly fast kinetic kind of cut oh it does fit
0: yes I I didn't realize he'd done Gangster number one though, though. That makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah. Because it just, there was there was way too much slightly pounding techno in there oh, for, yeah. for things happening that just felt so behind the ball for the movie made in 2009. Yeah. And and it was all, um, there was some really bad montage. <laughs> yeah, as well. The music- it was another, talk, talking of montage, <laughs> Crikey he likes
1: a montage. Yeah, no, the musical cues in general were quite annoying. And I did yeah. think. Oh, I don't know. It was just, I, was, I wasn't I was hating it. I'm quite interested to see it. No. And I do think fans of Chris Evans should watch this because it's kind of interesting. You know, he's just on the cusp. He wasn't, you know, he'd already been in some big films, but this is like uh, two films before. I think he was in. Um, oh, Cap f- America. No, no. just before that. The one before. Uh, oh, Lord, why have I forgotten it? Uh, fighting Evil Ex Boyfriends.
0: Oh, before oh, oh, oh,
1: Scott Pilgrim. Yes, he was in that. Sorry, yeah, the,
0: yeah. No, I watched that again the other day. I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, that's the first
1: time I really noticed Chris Evans. That's why I mentioned that. Anyway, the point really, I, I think yeah. I think fans of Chris Evans should definitely watch this because I think you know it's interesting. But it just I can't. I found it really hard to define why it was that I wasn't liking the film. And I think you're right that it that fundamentally it's because it's trying so hard.
0: Yeah, really trying. Yeah, and it is really trying. <laughs> So it's not been a brilliant haul for superhero movies. I think maybe the moral of the story is, uh, just watch the big budget ones. Yeah, or watch a Bollywood one. I watched the Bollywood one for a bit.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I enjoyed my time. At least to say the state was only
0: an hour and a half long. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, but I've watched more film than you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you definitely, you've definitely you've suffered longer for longer than I have. But you know, it sounds like yours was way more fun.
1: Yeah. Okay, dude. Superheroes are done and dusted. What yeah, are we yeah, going to do
0: next time? What we're going to do next time is going now, you know, seeing as um, it's going to be the hundred and third, fourth and fifth movies, which is that auspicious number. Ep 35, we're going back to our roots. We're going to go right back and have another bite of the cherry from the stuff we did in episode one. We're going to hit some more creature features. There is more sci-fi channel stuff out there. There is more undiscovered gems that could be awesomeness wrapped up in a parcel of poo. So we're going to delve into the creature features on Netflix and next time we'll be coming at you with um, some teeth and some claws and maybe some wings and some scales and some gnarly appendages. Oh, the Beast of the Bering Sea.
1: Beast of the Bering Sea and what was your one? Snakehead Swamp. Uh, Snakehead Swamp yeah,
0: (laughs) so we're going right back, right back to to those early beginnings um, and we'll find some more creature features for you lot. Fabulous. It, that, however, was not my idea. That was a listener-generated suggestion. An LGG. An LGG, yeah. I, something like that. <laughs> um, anyway, and uh, that is exactly what we want to do. I mean, obviously, you know, we can come up with these things, but we also know that we've got a bunch of loyal listeners out there, and, you know, you want us to do things. So that sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> yeah, that um, sounds but really if, weird. Don't don't write don't send any pictures. But if you <laughs> if there are any genres you want us to hit, um, or even a specific movie, if you've, you've been flicking through Netflix and you've gone, oh, I'll just get the idiots to watch it. Okay. That sounds like a great idea. Just get us on Twitter. That's probably the best way. At we watch anything. But also, we watch anything at gmail.com works and the Facebook page works. You know, at we watch anything, you can send us a message like that way. Like, any way you can get in touch, let us know if there's something you would like us to watch for you. Uh, thanks again for listening, everyone, and don't forget to uh, hit that subscribe, uh, button. subscribe button so you get it when it's fresh <laughs> off the press. So until next time, listen to what iTunes says and binge if you haven't heard a bunch of the rest of the other ones. If not, watch the movies yourself, see what you think, or come up with some stuff you'd like us to watch. Yeah, and do that. And we will see you next time when we'll be featuring creatureing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, bye everyone. <laughs> It's It's number one hundred, it's our hundredth film. It's It's number one hundred,
0: it's our hundredth film.